Django. Django. Enter the Lab, Episode 7. Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama in the building. What's going on, bro? Yo, what's good, my boy? What's going on, man? So on this episode, we're going to cover, obviously, the the football games from yesterday being Sunday. We're recording this on Monday night. Uh, we got Brady retiring, Monday unretiring, night. taking it day by day, according to him. Um, what a diva. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Spotify <laughs> and everybody trying to cancel Spotify, cancel Joe Rogan. Well, that, that'll be a good topic to cover. Uh, I, I know you're upset over the news of, you know, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Oh, man. She I cheated on you. I apologize. That. Yeah, yeah. It was I supposed that. to I was be gonna... me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, man. Uh, good for them. Speaking, of, for them, speaking of having kids, Nick Cannon having another kid. Another kid? What is that, another like eight kid? or nine? Bro. Yeah, the last one he lost, which obviously is not the joke about, but right. he recouped fast. He recouped. <laughs> he yeah, man. he came back, you know, ready ready for it to replace. But um, what do you want to? What what topics do you kind of want to lead into? We'll keep this, you know, nice efficient. We always say that, you know, we're I, I always uh, under promote and we definitely over deliver on timing. But it's a lot of things <laughs> when you're chopping it up in the lab, so. What do you want to lead off with uh, as far as a topic or anything kind of on your mind today? Kind of on my mind today, man. I don't know. That Brady stuff is, is getting – I hope it doesn't get to the level of the Brett Favre stuff because that was annoying to turn ESPN, ESPN on during those days. But, man, like I, my whole life Brady's been in the NFL. This dude got to figure something out, man, like – just call it quits. Like, what else? What else are you going to accomplish? Like, you literally accomplished everything as a quarterback. So I don't know what else he wants to do. Like, he went out on top already. Like, there's no point for him to come back. That's yeah, just what my did, opinion. Yeah. <laughs> what did Brett Favre retire twice with Green Bay? Then he came back. And what was the first team he went on? Was it the the Vikings first, and then the Jets? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, he retired. That was that was a game. He would retire. The next you know, he's getting off a private jet, meeting with another team. It's like, bro, what's going on? But I want obviously that commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the other one? Copperfit? Copperfit. Levi's yeah. and Copperfit. Uh, but, yeah, the Brady thing obviously was wild. Uh, I listened to Pat McAfee, and they covered it pretty good today as far as, um, you know, uh, the two reporters. Um, what's the dude from ESPN? Um, Scheffler. Scheffler came, yeah, Schefter came out with it, but then uh, Darlington came out with it as well. NFL uh, Network, uh, they both kind of doubled up on it and kind of didn't backtrack. But then all reports came out, which I think there was there was uh, it probably was talked about in Brady's camp is the feeling I get or what I've listened to multiple uh, different uh, either journalists or I didn't uh, even know there was a Tom Brady senior. Yeah. 
Like, I just found that out. Like, bro. (laughs) All the seniors are coming out this weekend. You got Odell Beckham Sr. coming out. Oh, yeah. Of course, he's talking that shit, you know, as he should. But, yeah, I just found that out. There's Tom Brady Sr. out there, you know, what the hell? Yeah, so I, I guess it was uh, discussed in the in his camp, and he probably you know he's got the uh, what is it man in the arena uh, series, yeah, series still coming out. There's I think there's one more episode to go. So my take on it is that he had discussions in his camp. He probably is leaning towards retirement. It came out somebody you know leaked it or you know put that information out there, and he probably had to deny the claims just so he could have control. You know, Tom Brady's a very control freak, like. Uh, most uh, you know tier one uh, type A personalities are. So I think he didn't like that it got leaked or got found out too quickly, and you know he backtracked on it. Probably put try to put the fire out right away because I know I was um, driving at the time when I found out the the information. Put up a bunch of Instagram things, and then my boy AP texted me. He was like, "Yeah, you might want to retract your your posts." <laughs> That's why I put the never mind on there, but. My consensus is that he's retiring. As you said, he doesn't have much to quote unquote play for other than continue to build that legacy. But, you know, you rather, re- my philosophy is you are, you rather go a year, go out a year earlier than a year later. Yeah. I mean, pretty much Father Time is undefeated. Brady's the only one that's really been keeping up with him after all these years. But it's like, I mean, he, I he's guess competing he's competing with himself at this point. Yeah, exactly. He's competing with himself, but at some point, you're just like, bro, like you got all the records, you got the touchdown records, you got seven Super Bowls. So it's like, who knows? I mean, maybe you can come back next year and get hurt, and then you really pissed because you're about to miss the whole season. So it's like, yeah, go have yeah, your whole your kids, whole season man. can be torn up in in one, in one play. I mean, that's like any sport, but especially football, how you know, hard contact and all that, but. Yeah, why not just enjoy life, man? You got a you got a beautiful literal model wife. You got uh you got kids, you got a company and a brand that's set up for the future. You know, he's done that over the last five years more more than ever, set himself up post life and there's no need. You did it all. Yeah. You're the goat now. There's no you're not gonna add on to it. You don't add on to it. There's no need to to do all yeah. that. Just uh ride out to the sunset. You went to a new team, which that was um, not, you know, it was predicted, but going to the Bucks and then winning a title in his first, what, he was on the Bucks first three year, years? Yeah, in the first second, year. Yeah, and No, he won in the second year. Second year? No, I yeah, yeah, I think he won in the second He's been there three years, which is crazy. He's been there three years already, right? Yeah. That's nice. pretty wild. That's a, that's a fast three years. Because I think the first year was in the pandemic, uh, you know, with no fans. I don't know, was that? My years are all messed up these days. <laughs> I don't know. You can look that up, but you're you're gonna do you're gonna be the new uh you know producer on the website so we can look <laughs> that up. But um yeah, so there's no there's no point. I mean, we won't spend too much time on it because uh as we all got the alert just now, he quote unquote said he's taking a day to day. And I said before we got on the podcast, people like Aaron Rodgers, Brady, they try to tell the media that they're not thinking about it now, they're taking it day by day, they'll worry about it when that time comes, but all these both of those athletes and those people, all they do is sit around and think about their future and how to set up best for them and their brand or whatever they got going on. So the fact that they haven't thought about it or they, they play it off as if they are, they're not ready to commit to anything. I think it's a lie, which that's all they have is to like put it off. But um, I think Brady will retire. I think 
obviously Rodgers does come back for because he has a lot more per, to prove. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I definitely think Brady's done. I don't see why he comes back. Rodgers, I feel like he's definitely coming back. Um, I don't know if he comes back to Green Bay. I hope he does. I don't know where else he goes unless he goes to Tampa. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think like... the number one team outside of Packers right now is uh, going to Denver. Broncos, yeah. obviously, they got they got their uh, the Green Bay Packers offensive coach, um, and they got the money to to you know they don't have a QB really locked down, uh, no pun intended with lock right, and then they got <laughs> um, or pun intended, and then they got uh, money to to afford them or figure it out. So there would be a lot to that would have to happen for that to go down as far as a trade or whatnot. But I think Denver's the second team, if not the Packers, at this point. But fucking never know. You these players know, are yeah. these players are are uh, really in control of what they could do. Giants' new head coach they got um, from the Bills. They they got the Bills' G, uh, assistant GM, and now he's our GM. We got nice. uh, their offensive coordinator that Josh Allen. He's been you know they they say he's the reason why he put that Josh Allen uh, to that next level. Seen in his first season, Josh Allen didn't have a great year. Um, no. He, I think he was like 10 touchdowns, 12 picks, something like that. I was actually shocked when I just looked at it like an hour ago. Yeah. And then he just went, yeah. And then he just went from like back to back seasons with like 35 plus touchdowns and like 10 or 12 picks. So definitely improved in that regard with this head, with that coach. So I'm looking forward to it as a Giants fan because we need to strike. We need to hit on one of these head coaches, bro. Four head coaches in five years. You gotta hit. You gotta hit on one of the. You gotta hit on on this one right now. Y'all are playing Russian roulette with head coaches over there. I know the feeling yeah, we really too well, though. Trust me. Yeah, it sucks because it's it's wild because we only we had before we got rid of Tom Coughlin, which he resigned or whatever. We only had two in 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 the last twenty five years, or and if you want to backtrack that, we had three in like thirty years. It's it's crazy that the Giants aren't franchise isn't like this. We've had more head coaches in the last five years than we had in the last like 50 years, which is wild. <laughs> like what? What are you looking up? Uh, the Brady stuff. Yeah. So this was his second year with Tampa. They won, they won in their first year. This was his second or his third? Yeah. That just no, passed. It was, no, it was, that, this was his second year. What? Yeah. Why is my brain thinking that? That's crazy. So in his first year in Tampa, he won? Mm-hmm. And it's literally last year, like, an, I'm an idiot, but, like, I'm sure, like, most people listening, everybody's years are fucked up. I don't know when oh, or yeah. what year things have happened because you stay in your house too long. You start to forget the calendar, how the calendar works. But that's pretty wild that he's been there two and years. They, it has and they won like in Tampa. Three. And they won in Tampa, first team to win a Super Bowl in the home stadium. stadium. And now yeah. it's done back-to-back years. Isn't back-to-back that crazy? years, yeah. That's pretty wild, though. Right in totally to different situations, that. right? Like it's kind of weird yeah. with the Bucks and the right? Rams beat the Bucks this year too to get there. So to get at least to the NFC Championship game. So that's pretty wild with that, bro. These games have been nuts. Yeah, we weren't gonna get into it, but we might as well. Fuck it. Um, right away, <laughs> we always do that. But uh, yeah, the, obviously, Bengals are are watching them now in my real adult life and. Obviously, they they have more talent than the Giants did. I, I the Giants back in the day when they made their improbable run 
runs on, on the road or whatever. Yeah, obviously, the Bengals beat the number one seed, similar to the Giant runs. They beat the top seed and then kind of going beating the number two seed, essentially, in Kansas City, which you could say that we're the number one yeah. uh, virtually, not literally, but fucking the Bengals. You, you've been talking to them about them for a while. I was just, man, like, I don't know how Joe Burrows still makes plays that he makes with that offensive line. Like, it's just insane to me. It's dangerous. <laughs> it, it, it really is. It really is dangerous. Um, I don't know how that offensive line is going to stop Aaron Donald and Von Miller and all them boys in, in the Super Bowl. But he's just like, literally, like, we watched him do that same shit at LSU, and now he's just doing it again. And he's the first overall pick to make the Super Bowl in his second year. So that. And then they said it at the end of the game, too, that the Cincinnati Bengals two years ago, they were the worst team in the NFL. They had they won two games. And now for them to, you know, beat the Raiders at home, um, then they beat Tennessee on the road, and now you beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Like, that defense stepped up in the second half. And for real. They, they made plays, and they made Mahomes look not – like Mahomes, they made him look pretty average. He was, yeah, he was getting out of sacks and shit, but that secondary covered and they did what they had to do. They didn't, they didn't score in the second half. <laughs> yeah, they the, the only points technically that they had it was, was a field goal, the, was, was but field goal, the yeah. time had expired already. Yeah. So tech, like you know what I mean. So that was the only points they had, which was wild. Because I think Bleacher Report or somebody were posting like after fourteen nothing or seventeen three or something like. Kansas City's dominating the Bengals. Yeah. And even right after they sent that, like Bengals started to gain momentum. I was like, I hate when these Instagram accounts or these, like they just try to jump on what's happening literally right now. Like using words like dominating. It's like, bro, it's 14, nothing, 17, three. It's not yeah, dominating. Like, no, that man, that's that my GP Ryan screen pass for a touchdown. That was so huge for them. Their first touchdown to like score like that. You know, yeah. That was that big was momentum shifter, and then the big man interception, the tip, and when they got the ball back, that yep. was huge too. And I mean, they just Cincinnati. They, I don't know, man. <laughs> they just keep going, bro. <laughs> like it's hilarious. For real, um, yeah. Shout out to them because obviously they're overachieving. They got the talent, and and that, it proves it right there that in football you get you get hot at the right time. You get you know you get healthy. You, you click everything, just fucking Joe Burrow showing up to games, looking like Joe Mont, uh, Joe Montana, Joe, Joe, Joe Namath, like with you know what I mean, like with that swag, just Joe Burr. I like, I heard that nickname today. <laughs> I think I, I've heard it before, but <laughs> it was just, dude, that that's I'm telling you, he's big in the, he's building that legacy where if he loses, it will be a letdown just from that sense of like, damn, everything was clicking, everything made sense. Um, so I. You could say he's destined for it. I just don't want to be disappointed. I'm I'm personally going to root for the Bengals. I, I kind of like their underdog feel. Um, you know, just the same way the that people, if the Brooklyn Nets made the finals, they would root against us. They they went all in. You know, the Nets went all in on a team, um, sold all their picks, gave all the money, and they have to win. Same thing with the LA Rams. They they have no picks for the next yeah, like eight years. They have to win. So uh, I get under. I should root for the Rams because of that, but I understand why people would root against the Nets. Is is I, I obviously you want to see that up and coming team that weren't supposed to be there. 
they still they still have an outdoor facility, bro. Nobody, no team in the NFC in the uh, NFL has an outdoor practice facility, and they still do. They practice Ooh, on the, uh, the Bengals. The Bengals. They practice <laughs> under a highway. Literally, like I think there's a highway overpass, like right above or right near where they where their practice facility outdoors. That's nuts. Every every uh, team has an indoor, you know, indoor, outdoor, whatever you have. Only outdoors. It's crazy. Damn. This franchise has been this this franchise has been taken advantage of from these owners for the last 40 years, 30 years, and now they win it. That's why it's a great story against all odds, where they were horrible for the last few years. Obviously, Joe Burrow going out with that injury last year, coming back from an injury, balling. Yeah, for good story, man. No, it really is. And I mean, just with all the players they have and you know, LSU teammates getting back together on an NFL team as well. And I mean, he's, he's great with the media. He's great with the press. He, he does yeah. quarterback stuff. You know, they were asking him if his diamonds were real and shit. He's like, yeah, of course I, I make way too much money to have fake diamonds. That, <laughs> that was a great answer. And it's funny because normally people say, and you're like, oh, he cocky son of a bitch, but he's just like, literally didn't know how else to say it. Like you could tell, yeah. like he didn't want to say it, but it was just like, this is the truth. Like, of course it's yeah. real. Yeah, he was saying he was talking about like the football level, you know, where he's at isn't surreal to him. But like LeBron tweeting about him and Kid Cudi reaching out like that part is is what's surreal about it. It makes sense. It's, it's kind of cool. You know, he's still a young, young ass dude and he's really just doing what he loves playing football. So it's, it's going to be I mean, they'll be back to that. But I think yeah. I got to I got to go with Stafford and, you know, he's been around the block too long to to not get it. Especially what he's been through with his family and whatnot, getting traded. Detroit, Detroit wears you down, man. One year in Detroit yeah, bro. Equal to like three years in your NFL career. So it'd be nice to see Stafford win one, but you can't go wrong with either of these teams. I think it's, it's going to be a great game. We have yeah. two great teams going at it. So I could see, I try, I always try to think of how games would play out right away. And I'm like, I could see the LA Rams coming out getting the coin to uh, toss first, coming out and putting seven up right away, looking dominant, and then kind of seeing – I could see the game going exactly how the Chiefs game went. You know, looking dominant on the Rams side, looking like they're going to, you know, cakewalk, and then, you know, the Bengals fighting back. The How I know the Bengals will win if they come out the opposite. They come out, score first. They come out, create yeah. a turnover. They And we'll do a – kind of review show i guess before the super bowl we're just giving a little taste live action but how you know you come out punch him in the mouth type shit you know whether it's a turnover for a score or something like that something that will will all of a sudden the odds just turn in your favor immediately the Bengals would have to do yeah they definitely have to start start off hot to to win that game because i'm actually thinking the other way if the rams win the win the toss i think they defer and let that defense you know, pin their ears back and, and go after him um, early to kind of get him shaken up in, in a big game like that. It's easy. I mean, I know Burrow's been, you know, cool, calm and collected and mm-hmm. cool and all that kind of shit. But everyone always tries to say it's just another game, but it's not just another game. That, that's the Super Bowl. That's what you, you know, you, you play your whole life for. You train your whole life for to get. And it's, it's easy to get mixed up with that. So I can't imagine what – you know, they're, they're going through. They got a lot of younger players. They're a young team. So I think 
Rams go on defense and <laughs> let Aaron Donald go, Jalen Ramsey go, let them boys get off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be a fun Probably game to kind of – Yeah, it's going to be fun to just kind of listen to – you know, I love it. The press conferences, the the media sessions and stuff like that. You'll really start to feel out the teams. We got a while ago to talk about that, but the games were not, uh, you know, they carried that momentum from the divisional round to the championship round. And, you know, uh, there was no uh, foul play by the referees. There were no, you know, uh, crazy uh, non-calls or something like that. So it makes it good when a game ends, you know that, you know, the right team won at that time. It felt, it felt good to, to, to see an honest game or an honest few games from last week and this week. Right. Yeah. There wasn't anything blatant or whatnot. I feel like we definitely have not, if not the two best teams, the two hottest teams going in the right direction. So yeah, it's going to be good football. I think it'll be a competitive game. I don't think it's going to be one-sided like some games we've seen in the past. So, I mean, NFL I really thought the Niners had it though. I really yeah, thought man. at one point, I, right? Obviously, with the, the late pick drop, even before that, I just felt like the Rams weren't getting over that hump and the Niners maybe had that, like, why not us type, you know, you are you didn't play that well and you were still in the game type mentality, yeah. and I thought they could, they could pull it off. And obviously, they had every opportunity. The balls were bouncing their way. Opportunities were, and they still couldn't pull it off. So that's how I knew when the Rams won. It was like, yeah. They deserve to because, damn, how did that guy miss that pick? Drop right in, right in his hands, and then after it went in the air, he had another chance to drop it. So another he like chance, dropped yeah. it twice. Crazy. Those are the ones yeah, you got to take advantage of. Yeah, you know how they always say one play can decide the game. Like it's cliche, but that there were so many plays in that game that could have, they would have went the other way, would have been close. Um, Jim, Jimmy G is is a legit quarterback. He does what he's supposed to do. Um, Debo Samuel, man. Debo Samuel. <laughs> I feel so bad for Debo. He, Bro, he yeah, he, he was hurting season. after. Emotionally. Yeah, he was, de- he was definitely hurting. Like, he's – when he was down, when he got hit, um, you could see that the team was kind of deflated a little bit. He's the heart and soft. I've, I've said it all, all year about him. So, I I really like what he does on the football field. The Niners, that, that – Play calling that team is is legit. They're they're going to be right back in there. If they keep everybody together. I, I don't see why not. They just got to get healthy. Um, yep. But the the Rams, like you said, they, they went all in. They they got Stafford. They got Odell, Bob Miller. They made all these trades for for the, for this game. That's that's what they were here for. And it's it's good to see a team finally do all that because in the past we see teams try and do all that and it doesn't work out. And you're kind of just left hanging. What could have been? So. Yeah. It's nice to see all these all these star players getting their chance at their first Super Bowl. So I'm yeah, happy. I love the I love the whole like potential future dynasty versus maybe a one and done. I mean, the Rams have been relevant dynasty. They made a Super Bowl a few years back, so yeah. but they haven't won right. So they're almost a they could be a one and done dynasty where obviously Staff, Stafford's at the end of his career. All these players, most of these top-notch players won't be there either next year or two years from now. So they have a, like a limited window type dynasty or a type of uh, win now. So it's a good dynamic between the David and Goliath, the type of, uh, you know, what's going to go on for the next five years. And if the Rams could rebuild, uh, not sure without the draft picks, they'll have to, you know, be smart with how they uh, get some personnel in there. But obviously um, McFay is a literal genius 
his brain is just he's like 30 fucking five years old 36 years old just been to two super bowls already like he's he doesn't have to he doesn't have to do anything for the next 10 years if he had a job and he'd still accomplish (laughs) more than most head coaches like without winning you know what i mean so They'll they'll be a fine franchise because him at the helm, he's going to be the Rams head coach for ten plus years, and that's not what you see these days. You know, you're not going to see no, too no. many head coaches uh, from 2020 on be head coaches for 10, 15 years. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll do a full recap or a full preview on the Super Bowl. Uh, what is that? In a week and a half, we'll have fun with that. Do some picks, but you went one and one bet the fort last week. Obviously, overall, you started off five and five. Uh, one and one from what last week, which I mean, this past week, which obviously you had Kansas City, uh, which was a smart pick in that, obviously, yeah. and then you had the Rams. So you went, you went on the safe route, no upsets, kind of going with the, the the favorites. Yeah, just trying to, you know, I really wanted to go Cincinnati just because, you know, I've kind of been riding with them uh, for the past few weeks, um, but it was Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey, after after that O-line played against Tennessee like they did, I, I thought the Chiefs would do a little bit more pressure. But, you know, just Joe Burrow being Joe Burrow, escaping out of tackles, shit like that. And the ball just went to the Bengals' way. I mean, Eli Apple should have sealed that shit earlier with that pick. He dropped that pick. That, former bro, Giant. A lot I, of former Giants watching... on, these, on these two teams, by the way, doing damage. It's upsetting. Yo, if, if Eli Apple would have made that play, every negative moment about Eli Apple would have immediately been forgotten. <laughs> that yeah. would have been the play he would have been remembered by. And that's what's <laughs> frustrating about Eli Apple in his whole career. Yeah. He went from the Giants <laughs> to New Orleans Literally. to the Bengals now. is so much potential. It was a high. I think he was a top 20, 22 pick. Uh, just obviously potential as a Met. And he found his groove with, with the Bengals and a little bit with New Orleans. But that's a frustration. But what I think will happen is because he has that talent and – you're going to see right away what he's made of in the Super Bowl. If he comes out and could dominate and have that one game, just play hard for, you know, those 60 minutes or whatever and and show some fight, or he gets cooked more. So you'll, you'll kind of see the first half what Eli Apple you're going to get. And, uh, hey, if he comes out and starts making plays, forget about the game, bad game, and then you move forward. But. Uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to watch him. He's put a target on his back from uh, the average viewer to see how he comes out and responds from this past game. Cause it was kind of, you know, bipolar, you know, yeah. making plays, not making plays. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just crazy. Chiefs going back another game to overtime and them getting the ball first. And you're like, all right, well, they're just going to go down the field and score like they've done in the past. But Cincinnati defense again, like, getting that pick off that, you know, off that tip. And then all you got to do is kick a field goal and they got McPherson, which, you know, yeah. drilling everything. So, yeah, he's, uh, I think he's 11 for 11 in the postseason. He was, yeah, something like that. I yeah. think the last two he made and I seen it was nine for nine. Then he made two more after that. Yeah. So I think he's 11 for 11. I think the record he talked about on Pat McAfee, I think the record for a postseason is like 14 or 13. So he's going after that record. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know, sometimes these these games, these Super Bowls, come down to to that last second field goal Kicking. and having a guy yeah. like that. Yeah, is is big time. So yeah, I mean, I, I took Kansas City. I just I'm glad that went the other way because now we don't have to worry about Jackson Mahomes and Mahomes' wife wilding out in the Super Bowl and 
them getting even more annoying ass clout. That's cool. I'd rather see Joe Burrow and Jamar chasing that thing. But the hate came out for them. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Like like no other that people couldn't wait to po- repost her about all that shit talking. She is I didn't watch too many videos of her. I know, you know, the basic of how obnoxious she can be, but I don't know anything about his brother and the TikTok videos he makes. Watching some of them, bro, first of all, most TikToks, 90% of TikToks are cringeworthy by itself. But man, he's, it's weird, weird, weirdo shit, bro. Yeah, it really is. I think a lot of people started like noticing his shit and really starting getting annoyed with him and whatnot after he danced on Sean Taylor's number and shit. Like, bro. Yeah, that was disrespectful. Yeah. It like roped off too. Yeah. You made an effort to step over that. Yeah. Come on. Come on, bro. Common sense, man. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad we don't have to see that. I mean, we're probably it's going to be like that for forever. Social media decides what they want to put, you know, but. It makes you appreciate or like Pat Mahomes more, though, because it's weird because his family <laughs> is fucking annoying and obnoxious. And then you look at Pat Mahomes and like, oh, you don't do anything annoying. I yeah. like you. So most people might like like him more because of how annoying his family is uh, is or are depending on if you like one or the other but or either one of them but it's one of those dynamics where it's like damn you feel for him like bro you got to go back to that after you lose like i feel for you bro <laughs> someone tweeted pat mahomes gonna throw six touchdowns and go home to F- owen wilson i said bro <laughs> i was like that's messed up man that's messed up so um, that's enough about those games. We're excited for football. Good way to end the season. Uh, great over, season man. overall. So, yeah, we, we got, got two the weeks. Pro Bowl, and then we got the Which Super nobody Bowl. watches, really. <laughs> and, uh, really I don't destroyed watch. the Pro Bowl. They really destroyed it. Like, I yeah, they just got to tune in and watch it. Now it's just not even. They got to make it a terrible. weekend thing and have some cool festivities. I don't. Uh, they. You have to almost make it that you want to watch – their version of the slam dunk contest, the three point, the futures, whatever, have some fun throwing contest. That's fun. I would want to watch Josh Allen sling a football into a garbage pail. Like I'll watch that for 30 minutes and yeah. maybe it will lead me to watch the pro bowl, but I'm not, if they don't have that or anything I want to watch on that Saturday or Friday, definitely not watching the pro bowl. I forget about it. Um, they yeah. need to do that. If why are you flying all these players out? Why are you spending all this money? To have nobody watch it at the end of the day, it's yeah, they used to have it in Hawaii. I don't know Hawaii, where it is. Yeah. I think is it's still is it back? Toward, no, I don't, I don't know. Orlando? I know they used to have it in Hawaii, but yeah, last few years it's been in Orlando. Smarter, I just, like, I just don't, don't get it. Like, I mean, you have such a good thing going, like, it's the Pro Bowl, the best players are going to be there besides the, the Super Bowl team because they do it before now. Yeah, but, I mean, you can do 40 yard dash races, you can do you know, longest throw competition. You can do accuracy competitions. Like, you know, just get Josh Allen and Herbert, you know, Lamar Jackson. Put a, put a blindfold on a wide receiver. Tell them to run yeah. down the – like, literally tell them that, like, yeah. put a blindfold like, on Odell or somebody, throws, yeah. run a straight route, and as a quarterback, I got to get into his arms. Like, something crazy, like something fun. Who cares? Like, it's not about – to have dodgeball. Bro, like whatever it is, back. grown men playing dodgeball. <laughs> whatever it is, like get rid of the game because at the end of the day, football is a, a super contact sport. And in order to play the game the right way, you need to look to hurt, 
you need to do things to the body that you don't want to be doing on the last game of the season. It's yeah, not during the season. You know, hockey's similar, but they have that mid-season. They have that, you know, hockey players are fucking nuts, first of all. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, like, football the, for the last no game of the season before you go on vacation, either have a flag football tournament or no game. That should be it. Flag football or none. And or just have festivities and 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 make it fun. Uh, it's it's taken way too long for them to realize this. It's been ten years of a debate that. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Speaking about what the fuck are you doing, um, touch on this briefly. MLB voting, Hall of Fame voting. Uh, it was on Twitter for a good twenty four hours. The only love that baseball will get. Uh, Baseball's still not a league right now because they haven't agreed with the players, so they have no deal in place. So they are to be determined as a league for the next year. Hopefully that gets figured out. But uh, baseball is like my great spring-summer sport that nothing's <laughs> going on other than like maybe soccer tournaments, and it's every day so I could throw it on in the lab. Every top ten on, on ESPN is baseball. <laughs> yeah, right, web gems. It, it's a good – Web a good, gems, man. It's yeah. a great summer sport. So you could be doing things and you always got, you go home, you get high, whatever you got, you got baseball on. You know what I mean? It's always going to be on. There's a game every single day from yeah. April to, to November. So it's a good filler, but um, Barry Bonds didn't get in. Clemens didn't get in. Uh, Schilling didn't get in as their last ballot. I think A-Rod's got like seven more opportunities to get into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Big Poppy was the only person to, to get in and he got in on the first time which a lot of people are debating where it's like, you know, all these players did steroids. Did Baseball steroids, yeah. made more money in TV revenue because everybody's watching during that era. MLB's not going to give back that money that they made. So why are you, so you're going to accept the money you made from knowingly giving these or allowing these, because it wasn't illegal at the time for a player, or, you know, by rules and regulations of the MLB. So why the fuck are we, you know, why are these old 80-year-olds, 70-year-olds holding a grudge still? So it's fucked up. They have an opportunity to get into the Hall of Fame through like a special council of tw like 12 voters or something like that, senior vote. It's all bullshit. I mean, you're, you're, I know you like baseball, not as probably much as me now, but you like it as far as the game and everything, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. What are your thoughts about the I mean, steroid era and, and stuff like that, whether it has to be with the height of baseball because it was the last height of baseball in the late 90s and yeah. also the hypocrisy of Big Poppy got was on the same list, never admitted, never got tested positive, but so didn't, I think, technically Bonds. They all kind of were in the same group, and Big Poppy, because he's a likable guy, got voted in on the first ballot, and the other guys did it. So. Yeah, I, I saw a tweet like that um, saying that same thing, you know, that Poppy was likable, so he got in. Um, baseball, man, baseball was my first love. That that was what, you know, my whole family kind of just grew up on, and that was really the first sport I, I watched growing up as a kid. And Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Palmero, you know, all them guys – I, I definitely think they both should get in. <laughs> like Barry Bonds should get in. He's the home run leader. Like that's what yeah. is the biggest thing in baseball, like home runs. You know, this guy was – whether he did it – I mean, he, he was doing it before his, his head doubled in size after he left Pittsburgh. So Yeah, you take his first five years in the league, so is A-Rod. You take his first five yeah, was doing in the league, too. and they're just 
they're Hall of Fame worthy already. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, baseball definitely should just make steroids legal. Just let them do whatever because baseball is that kind of game where, you know, you want pitchers throwing faster. You want dudes hitting the ball harder and farther. Like, that's, that's what you want, and that's where you're going to get your money. So, might as well let them juice up. Everyone was doing it. Like, there wasn't anybody that, that wasn't back then. Like, you know, early 2000s, like, that was when baseball was fun. And now it's, I don't know, it's died down a lot. It's kind of, they can't even come to an agreement, the league, like you were talking about. So that's a shame in itself. And hopefully we don't have another lockout season. Yeah, we'll see. Things that's need to get be- agreed on. It's, it's, it is a lot of games. I would say it, it is a lot of games. Um, and they're thinking about adding more teams to the postseason. So I don't know what they're going to do there. Baseball's yeah. got to figure it out. They've been pun intended striking out on everything across the board. Like yeah, every decision they've made has not been the right way. How to grow a, a sport. Like out of the NFL, MLB, um, NHL and um, NBA, you know, the top four leagues in, in, in the country, they're the one that can't seem to, to get it done. Like hockey is doing a way better job of, you know, yeah, showing their superstars out you know, doing games. And I've been to more hockey games than baseball games in, in the past three, four years. And yeah. it's, that's saying a lot, you know, so baseball. And that's has to coming from somebody that, you know, in your heart, you love baseball. And that's, yeah. that's not, that's how, you know, you're not and you're just one example, but there's millions of people just like you that are like, I want to love it. I want people that I know to love it. I just, it's frustrating because it's they haven't evolved and they've had a head start. You know, they always say it's America's pastime. So they had yeah. a 50, 75 year head start where in the 90s they were the number one. You know, obviously Michael Jordan and the Bulls helped in the 90s make NBA what it was. But up right. until then, it was bigger than football, you know, mm-hmm. up until early 2000s, bigger than football. Um, and they've yeah. had a head start and they still couldn't figure it out. And obviously, you Just see keep revenue in the and. Bag. Bro, fumbling and bumbling, kick, fumbling it, trying to pick it up, kick it. You know what I mean? Like just doing the most and not getting results. It's it's a horrible run league. They got a lot of old people making decisions. I think um, a lot of the fact that we're still talking about a universal DH. The fact that I have to watch it NL. The fact <laughs> I've mentioned this uh, on utility players where. You got one league that plays by one set of rules and the other the league other that league. plays by yeah. the other set of rules. And then they come together in the World Series and in seven games, you got four games by one set of rules and the three, it don't, what? Yeah, and the All-Star. Try to relate that to any other sport. Still, does the All-Star game still uh, decide home field? Uh, no, not anymore. Okay, They went good, away from that. Because they that realized like, terrible. yeah, it was, <laughs> and I like that they did that because at least they tried to make it um competitive and try to make it mean something, which I didn't mind at all because you did have players actually playing hard for that yeah. and taking it serious. So mm-hmm. you did have that. But then obviously it's like, wait, what are we doing here? We're putting weight. We're, we're giving a big advantage and, you know, uh, for, for something that happens three months from now on a game that you got players playing one inning, two innings. So it made sense. But they got to figure it out. Hopefully, you know, when baseball starts, we got a couple guests that I would like to have on that we talk, that we follow and talk to that we'll get into baseball. Maybe we'll have some good baseball talk for maybe the five people out there that enjoy baseball. But um, it's a great sport. It's a great sport you could just have on. I call it my, it's like my filler in the house. 
throw it on. Yeah. I can take a nap. I can wake up. It's seventh inning, bases loaded. I'm like, hey, here we go. We got action now. You know what I mean? Or, or you go, you could make yourself dinner, eat food. You could come back, rewind it. It's one of those games, sports that are always on in my house because – because you, you got seven TVs. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But <laughs> it just takes four hours sometimes. But the games did better last year as far as timing. So they did speed up that aspect. Um, things that happened on uh, Saturday, Royal Rumble, for the few uh, listeners that I know, watch it. Um, I told you to watch it. I'm sure you didn't. but I was locked in. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ronda, Ra- Ronda Rousey, somebody you know came back. Oh, yeah. She's Rousey been on. She's been shit. out. I saw since. Bad Bunny was on that shit too. Bad Bunny. Bad yeah. Bunny. <laughs> it was good. It was. It was entertaining. It wasn't quality great, but it was entertaining nonetheless. Where, um, Ron the Rousey was at the like left. She had a kid. I was at the WrestleMania 35. That was her last match, and then she came back. So that was three years ago. Um, yeah, she came back, won the Royal Rumble, which is criticized at this point because what the fuck. And then Brock Lesnar just. Having a match, losing a title, coming back three hours later, winning the Royal Rumble. You seen the video I put up uh, with Wee Man the night before, throwing him on a table. Jackass, <laughs> yeah, Johnny Knoxville was in the Royal man. Rumble. Bad Bunny. It's pretty funny. I'll send you some good videos. But that was yeah, I, I, I saw the Bad Bunny, it. the Bad Bunny clips. That was that was funny. Just seeing him out there. First he first he hit somebody, and then somebody like. Need him in the back or some shit. Yeah, he, he did. He did a couple of dope moves. He had some momentum, and then all of a sudden, Brock Lesnar comes in. Yeah, and Brock like, Lesnar. Oh shit! He took an F five though. I gotta give it to him for somebody that's not a wrestler that looks not fit to take a bump in the wrestling ring and take like Brock Lesnar's putting you on his shoulders and twirling you around and you know you're falling from ten feet. I don't care if it's real, fake, or or, or scripted. <laughs> Shit, you could bring a clavicle, bad yeah, buddy. No, he's about to go on tour with a broken clavicle. Like that's still a risk he's taking. You know, he didn't do, he didn't break like, anything, uh, but like you're still taking that risk of like, bro, you land the wrong way, you're cooked. Yeah, no, I'm, but it's I'm interesting. Sure he, that's fun. Yeah, that's all good shit. I was laughing at that. Yeah, he's done good. a few though. So. Yeah, man, he's got. A, he he loves he loves uh he loves wrestling. He was he made his debut last year. At the Royal Rumble, not in the Royal Rumble. This was his first time, so he was fun. Shout out, uh, Pat Bunny representing. Oh yeah, he's got a tour coming out. He's doing like a nice kind of international Caribbean North American tour, which was announced last week. So obviously, it's a great way for him to promote. Have you watched um, Ozark? Have you got on that yet? I know we talked about it the other day. Yeah, I did. I, I finished watching it. Like, so we won't night. we won't spoil it for you. So yeah, anybody listening if you haven't caught up just just know ruth is is the real deal holyfield ruth is R- ruth has been bro, so real since so day fire. one bro. since like so episode fire. one he's a rocket uh, when, fucking the only, fuck the only thing that the only thing i will say about the the last episode was when she busts in their house with the gun and she says all the crazy shit and she's just yelling bro tell yeah. me that did it just go, goes like, off yeah, she goes off. I might have to rewatch it just for that because I was yeah. jaw dropped. I was like, holy fuck, like she means business. For real. So. She was bosh shit. So it was part one, 
fourth season part one seven yeah. episodes we found out good thing i looked right before i started the the episode seven i didn't know it was the last one but i look i happened to look i was like wow this is the last episode i the didn't one before it was, it was even one. longer yeah, yeah the one before it was like over i just got that long. vibe you know when you get a vibe of a series you're like i feel like it's wrapping up and then it ended bro for like 10 minutes i was like bro i was like saying wow the whole time i was like they just ended it that way then we looked it up online they're coming out with part two like this year so they want to get people locked in yeah hopefully yeah, it's another sure. seven episodes because that that show's legit bro yeah it fucks with it it's a good yeah. show uh, i got a couple things here uh just to wrap up but anything on your end as far as shit you want to um we're probably gonna record before this but in case it doesn't happen, um, UFC 271, Derek Lewis, Ty Tuivasa, co-main, and then main event is this Saturday. No, no, the 12th, February. 12th. Oh, okay, we got so we got a few weeks, um, and then the main event is Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya. So that's a good ass fucking two fights right there. Tune in to that. Um, UFC NFTs are out. Um, We'll probably link the bot. The we'll probably put the link or something on one of the tweets. Fighters get fifty percent of the moments. Whatever moments you buy, fighters get fifty percent. So hmm. it's been a big thing. Uh, UFC fighters not getting paid in the past. Uh, when does that become have, a thing? Uh, the UFC moments, the NFTs. Yeah, that um, like really new or new in general? Like uh, where no, no, they they came out like maybe like less than a month ago. I okay. might be wrong on that, but they're they're fairly new. They dropped like three different packs so um you can go on the website and buy whatever moments there's some pretty good moments on there um there's cheap 10 15 20 bucks probably spend more money on coffee in the morning or some bullshit if you fucks with UFC, get one of the moments because um they're doing stuff for for the fans um every moment i think the packs were like 50 bucks and they paid however many packs you bought they paid you back the 50 bucks so you bought three moments, 150 bucks, or three packs. They give you back that money to just spend on on the marketplace. So they're doing it the right way. I'm hype about that. Yeah, it's cool. Good stuff yeah, from the UFC. There's a lot of talk about UFC fighters not making the money they should be getting. You know, whatnot. I've seen like payouts, obviously, of uh, in Ganyu's main event uh, uh, yeah, wallet or, or like. Uh, pocket and then you see what Tyson Fury just signed off for obviously you're, you're not comparing little apples to apples but it's similar you know the heavyweight champion of the world the heavyweight champion you know both of them have built momentum yeah. over the last three to five years and one is making 30 mil in a fight and one of them is making like 500k it's crazy yeah, and, you, and I mean with UFC you're, you're doing whole body like that's smart martial arts it's your whole body yeah. not just like boxing so it's a different business, so it's yeah. it's hard to just compare like oh one thing to another. Where, you know, you, you could do that with all sports. You know, you could do that with football. You could do that with ba- like and baseball, where you're playing a sport, but the way it's promoted, the how many games there are, the you know how the the, the contracts are structured. So it, it's kind of tough, but it's eye opening where UFC is making billions of dollars, and their fighters are not even making a million dollars in a year, like literally. That's, That's a, a cause for concern. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're definitely taking advantage of fighters. They they have a lot. You know, the the advantage of them is they have a lot of great fighters. Boxing only has a handful of great ones, so they can yeah, cash out on these big fights. Where 
UFC's like, oh, we don't have to pay you because we got fighter so so, C, yeah. D, F, and Z that will just step in and and you know as just as exciting or just has a, a great story just like you. So it's kind of tough because they do UFC's every week, bro. Every weekend, yeah. every weekend. It's not maybe a pay per view, but it's a it's a dope card. They got Ultimate Fighter. That's what got me into it during the pandemic when there was no really boxing. Is UFC had a great yeah. product and talking to you more last year. They killed it during the pandemic, talking, bro. They, they were one of the most the successful uh, sports out of anything that went on. Yep. They did it the right way. They 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 re they re they were reactionary to what happened instead of standing back and kind of figuring out. They were like, okay, we can't have it in here. We're gonna go to Abu Dhabi and fight on a fucking island and quarantine these motherfuckers and they gotta stay like they gotta travel like 16 hours stay in a hotel room it's just wild and that's what you gotta respect about these ufc fighters they were all like all right cool yeah i'll do it and getting it for the same amount of money too probably if not less pretty wild with no fans too (laughs) yeah they gotta they gotta figure out some structure and and obviously they've grown every year they're growing so much where Hopefully it uh, it comes back. Hopefully the fighters that in the past and right now are kind of the people that pay forward for the other upcoming guys. But what else you got? Anything? Um, no, nah, I can't really think of anything right now. Um, Philly fans being Philly fans, talking shit to Melo, saying some dumb shit like always. Yeah. You know, got got kicked out the game for that. I don't understand why these fans still think they can say whatever they want to to athletes like there's security guards everywhere there's people everywhere they're, they're gonna hear what you're, you're gonna say especially if you're sitting down like on the first few rows fan. you know obviously it's a philly fan just you know not not look at you now you suspended from all, all philly games you can't come back indefinitely and all events at the wells fargo arena so if you have the you know if you have the ability and you're blessed enough to sit at these front row seats don't, don't say anything dumb you know it's it's never gonna work out in your favor like Terrible. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad for business. Um, and then the only thing because was uh obviously Rogan and Spotify Rogan. So the last week people been of last two weeks, people well, let's say months actually, at this point, people been people that don't listen to Joe Rogan that think he's spreading spreading misinformation. Obviously, I won't go into all the details because he put out a great statement last night. Um at like 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 minutes. Probably one of the best videos as far as being under fire for something and calmly, uh, you know, efficiently talking and explaining himself, also explaining all the other situations about what's going on. Obviously, Neil Young coming out saying, take my music off and a bunch of other Mm -hmm. artists now and Prince Harry's involved somehow or some way. At the end of the day, if you are somebody that is complaining about Joe Rogan's podcast and misinformation and stuff like that, obviously you've never listened to a full episode before. Why I know that most people haven't because most people can't sit through something that's 10 minutes. I'm one of those people. Joe Rogan's podcast is one of the only things I could listen to that lasts an hour that I, most of his episodes are two to three hours. I don't listen to it all in one setting. I'll come back 30 minutes. I'll come back 10 minutes, come back, listen to an hour. So if you listen to a full episode one, one, it will probably tell you all you need to know. He's just somebody that asks questions. He's open-minded. One of the most open-minded humans I've ever um, 
listen to, whether it's in person or not knowing them, just ask questions. Super curious. He jo- He's a comedian at heart, jokes around, but he knows where to draw that line of joking around. What do you stand with that? Obviously, Spotify wanted to tell you. Spotify, people were dogging it because the, the stock dumped on Thursday and Friday <laughs> and then bounced back and had like the best day of the of, of over the last year today after his apology. Not apology because I hate – he didn't apologize. He explained himself, and then Spotify said that they're going to put out like a disclaimer before all the episodes, and the stock went back up. But uh, all those people that want him canceled and um, want him censored, you guys – don't understand free speech. It's not misinformation. If we started censoring and send, uh, getting rid of all these things that people are saying, who's going to be the, 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 the ones that are speaking for us, the government only. And that's where you have, that's, that's literally called like communism. And yeah, I, I, won't, no. I don't want to get into the po- politics of it, but that's literally what it is. If you don't want certain people to have an opinion, don't fucking listen to them. Because if you want to cancel them or censor them, and who else would you have talking about certain topics? You can't have the government only. You know, that's just how I feel about it in the brief little snippet, but God. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know too much about the situation. I haven't really been keeping track of it, but I mean I feel like the people that are trying to, you know, cancel or, or censor censor Joe Rogan are just people that can't can't create their own idea, can't, you know, think for themselves. They they need someone to kind of like you know, airplane spoon it to them and put it all right in front of them to make a decision. Um, I mean, like you said, Joe Rogan is just like, he just wants to know more about whatever topic that he's asking questions about. Like, you can't really get mad about that. And he he does what he wants. He says some wild shit, but, you know, like you said, he's a comedian at heart. So why would you even want to censor that? If you, if you don't want to listen to his podcast, you don't have to. Like, you literally have to go search it click like four times to get to, you know, listen to a podcast. So you're going out of your way to to say all this shit and do whatever the case may be, putting more effort into saying, hey, let's cancel this person than just doing your own thing, honestly. Like, just leave it alone. <laughs> it's not really that big of an issue. It's like the same people that wanted to cancel um, Dave Chappelle. It was like, yeah. you obviously didn't listen to the, the show, like his this special because if you listen to the special you would realize a lot of what you're saying about what he's against what he's not whatever it was it was like he talks about it in that whole special for an hour and a half so like right away you know people's ignorance you know people just want to hop on and take a side and that's the society we live on people love to just yeah let's grab our pitchforks and and side with something that I have no idea what they're even representing. Yeah, social media has done a, a great job of that, of letting people have whatever. Job and not a good yeah, yeah, of letting people think they can say whatever they want to say and you know feel what they want to say. Like these keyboard warriors, like dude, you know. And all right, and then if they do get him off Spotify, like it's Joe Rogan, he's gonna go somewhere else. Somewhere else is gonna give him a deal, or he'll set up his own thing, or whatever the case may be. After that, like. He's still gonna talk. Like I only Trump, have Trump Spotify for Joe Rogan. Shit too. Yeah, I only have. I did. I only downloned Spotify a year ago. I'm sure you're not the only Rogan. person. You're definitely not. The I, only I'm not. I've seen a lot of tweets like that. It's like, wait, Spotify? I don't even. I don't even use that app for music. I don't use yeah. that. I don't. I don't use it for music at all. You I can look at Spotify. my. It's only the 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 few podcasts that I listen to. Sometimes I'll, you know, the podcasts that I know people personally. 
I'll I'll throw them on a podcast just so their like playbacks are on different platforms, stuff like that, you know. But right. Joe Rogan is the only podcast I listen to on Spotify. So if he got booted off or something, I'm deleting the app. There's no reason for me to even yeah. for it to take up my data or my my memory in my phone at this point. But uh, that'll be interesting. I'm I'm, I'm glad. It's funny because every time I see more and more tweets, I see maybe it's the algorithm of who I follow, but a lot of people are in support of rogan and what he represents without even listening i seen a, a few tweets that were like before this i've never listened to a joe rogan uh podcast or episode before but now because of all this uh, now i want to listen to him and i yeah. know that that person that feels that way once they listen to him, they're gonna go oh wait what and that's what he said in that video it's like it people talking about it is probably better for me i don't need the publicity yeah, but like no the fact that publicity. people are gonna listen to me because and then realize why he's not that bad you're going to wind up liking him. It's nobody I know that has listened to him goes, Oh, that guy's whatever adjective or, you know, <laughs> noun you want to use or whatever it is, but that's all I got, man. Yeah. Um, I got nothing. Is it cold Take in uh, Tampa as it is here? It's been obviously hoodie on. I've been wearing in, like in Jacksonville? Uh, today. I was strapped up head to toe in like sweats. 48 degrees, 39 degrees down here. What is it up there? Uh, right now, it is a uh, nice low 53 in good old Jacksonville. 53 and 62 tomorrow, low of 47. It got Obviously, to like 30 Not as bad as the Northeast. It got to like 30-something the other night, last night, like 36. Yeah. yeah, 37, it's, it's, yeah. And that's probably more on the normal side for you guys, but obviously I'm sure you have relatives and friends down here. It's been It's been – Fucking weird. Usually we'll get a cold front, not this cold, but then today it got up to like 80s and high 70s after being yeah. 38. You know, it's like jumps up 40 degrees, 30 degrees in 24 hours. Like, it's fucking weird. Yeah, I saw like half my Instagram uh, feed on their story post uh, Florida temperature like Powerball numbers. So I was like... yeah. <laughs> Bitches got Uggs on and shit. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> Uggs. <laughs> I haven't Uggs seen an Ugg in a while. That's funny. Oh my gosh. That's uh, well, for people that didn't listen, and if you did listen, I'm sure you heard the interview with uh, Patrick uh, from Billionaires Row. Billionaires Row. Shout out. Uh, it was a good DR interview. Boys. It was the first kind of formal interview, interview that we've done that obviously we're going to get better the more we do them. Uh, the more kind of we, we feel out the person, but he was great. He made it super easy for us to um, ask questions, shoot the shit. Uh, we tried not to make it question, answer, question, answer. We don't go into this uh, podcast or even an interview. I don't want to do too much preparation, you know, kind of get to know the person or, you know, kind of know what we're going to talk about. So we don't sound like a bunch of idiots uh, with empty space, but I felt like the vibe was good. Uh, the feedback from it, from people who listened to it, was good on your end. My end, I'm not sure about you. Yeah, no, I got good stuff from it. Um, definitely some things that um, we both talked about and we'll put into place in the next coming, you know, not just interviews, but also episodes. So it's it's only growth. It's only, you know, something new that we're doing, something that we wanted to get out there for y'all and just something we've been preaching about, just give you all more content and things to, like, follow up on just – Instead of looking at us too all the time, you know. <laughs> yeah, even they, even though that it's a good, it's a good site. Yeah, to you can't go wrong with that either. And we all, we, uh, you told me last week we already have our next uh, guest that we'll have on. Um, well, tomorrow will be the new month, so 
in February. We want to do at least kind of one guest special appearance inter- slash interview, I guess, slash, slash, slash. Um, at least once a month, just trying to change it up. Going live, uh, we'll probably do next week. Um, uh, doing it, uh, interviews, hopefully, maybe uh, next week we'll also try to get B-Wonder on. We'll try to get him. Maybe we'll go live with B-Wonder. Have some yeah. fun with that. Yeah, so That'd if y'all cool. got something you want to talk about or anything you want to promote or anything you want to, you know, let the people know about, shoot us a DM on, on Twitter, on Instagram, you know, whatever whatever you got, and let us know, and we can uh, pencil you in. We got a long line of interviews waiting. Yep, absolutely. My computer's freezing a little bit because I got to plug it in before we sign away. Donda 2 coming out. Donda 2. Oh, yeah. When's that coming out? Donda. Uh, I think the 22nd. 2-22-22. Yeah. I mean, I didn't <laughs> listen to full album as it is, so that will probably come and go for me personally. But it's cool to talk about. It's cool to, you know, see what he's got going on, right? <laughs> yeah, Kanye is always someone that's, that's that's got something going on. Just keep just keep putting out stuff. Keep being, you know, in the in the media. Keep being public because he's always entertaining. But I'm looking forward to the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Doctor Dre, oh, yeah. Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, and of course Kendrick Lamar, who's my uh, favorite rapper. Kind of in that three-headed monster with J. Cole and Drake, but he's number one out of those three. I love his content, his rap, what it means, the artistic. I love that he just goes away for years. You don't see him, you know? Like, other than these Super Bowl commercials or promos, I haven't seen the man in, like, five years. And it's it's wonderful that he could disappear and, and live a normal life, quote-unquote, and then come out. So one of the songs he's going to perform is going to be a new release, a new single, so I'm hype about that. So okay, oh, a lot of good things, man. All right, man. That's all I got. Um, Elvis Fort, episode seven, enter the lab. Uh, this will come out. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Tuesday. 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 Yeah. Tuesday. Um, and then you'll have bet the fort. Hopefully, picks uh, during the week for us. You'll let us know. Yeah, we talked a little bit about some stuff, and I'll try and post some stuff. So. Keep the keep the IG stories on, you know. Try to watch them because we might do some some prop bets or stuff, and those come out like an hour before. So just be on the lookout for that. See what happens with those. Maybe some NBA stuff. Cool. Enter the lab. Have a good night, guys. Peace. Peace.